episode 51 of Stream of Thought. Welcome back, and we start off the conversation. Bye. We talk about my trip to Subway and how I became fascinated with the color scheme of their cups and a few things that I observed while I was in their restaurant. And a failed plot of vengeance. Yes, that too. We also little talk about, about the uh, showcase that I did last night at Second City, my one of two shows that I'll be doing and then concluding my time there as a student. And then what happens next? We talk a little bit about probably one of the best superhero movies of all time, Guardians of the Galaxy, which Victor finally watched after years of being pressured to by friends and family. And we nerd out. And it's it's well worth it. And then we wrap things up by talking about, well... Uh, annoying neighbors. Annoying neighbors. are Is it a cultural thing or are they just assholes? Hey, they're just assholes, most likely. So with that being said, episode number 51, Stream of Thought... We hope you enjoy. So let me first just start things off by saying um, that I was at Subway before picking you up, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed about these Subway cups, they really pop. So... You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, bright green. And the yellow, yellow lid. Yeah, yellow lid. That's It different. really pops. Their, For sure. Their uh, beverage game is much stronger than McDonald's right now. Branding-wise? Yeah, exactly. It yeah. looks really cool. I like it. It's a really – it's it does stand out for sure. It's one of those cups where, where you'd be okay leaving it in your car. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, the second thing is <laughs> right before I left, I filled this up all the way with ice – just to spite you. <laughs> and because what did I that did was, for you? listen, because what I did was I tried some of the vitamin water, pomegranate, blueberry, something, and yeah. I just filled it up a little bit to like here. Uh-huh. And I drank and it was delicious. And then I, I filled up a little bit of a uh, Dr. Pepper afterwards and the pomegranate fruit or uh, vitamin water infused. Ew. With the Dr. That Pepper was one of the dude. most delicious th- really? delicious things I've ever tasted. Interesting. It was phenomenal. Right. But that sounds with, gross. But no, listen, but after I drank I drank it, there's still a little bit left inside, and I filled it with Coca-Cola. Uh the pomegranate with the Coca-Cola, <laughs> not so great. But I really encourage anybody, the next time they're at Subway, put about, you know, one part of this vitamin water pomegranate flavor for three parts. You know, or two parts Dr. Pepper, play around with the ratio, and you just get this like very, just this overwhelming, fruity, fruity? just creamy, fruity flavor. Creamy. That just creamy? That's, yes, this is very delicious. What kind of vitamin water are you it's just drinking? It's very delicious. It's okay. like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it I was think phenomenal. I was vitamin water, man. Uh, so, anyway, right before I leave, I fill it up with ice and fill it up with Coke. And I fill it up all the way with ice, and I'm pouring Coca Cola in there. And I see the Coke coming out. I'm like, this is perfect because, you know, I'm not going to be drinking all this Coke. I had some some beverage earlier. Like, I'm filling it all the way up. Mm. I got all the, my ice. Um, and as we came in, I thought to myself, well, I just shot myself in the foot there, didn't I? Because <laughs> I'm kind of wishing I had maybe just a little bit more. I don't know when this is going to end, but I can sense that I'm near the end right now. <laughs> that is hilarious. And I think it just goes to show you that when you try to spite other people, you just end up shooting yourself in the foot. It's funny because I actually said to myself, fuck you, Rick. So when I was filling it up all the way with ice. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Um, that brings me great joy. 
Actually, I'm okay because I'm about done with this, and I'm also mentally about done with this. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, probably just so watered down, and no, you can't even I, taste <laughs> it anymore. I bet it is. Um, yep. No. Yep. But it is. Oh wow! I just love looking at this subway cup. It is really nice. Anyway, also uh, going. We're gonna go backwards in time for a moment, and then I'll start what I've been doing for my day. Yeah. So last night was our first performance of our showcase, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And it went really well. I was a little nervous because I knew that my parents and my brother would be there. And part of me a little bit gets weirded out when I know people that I know will be watching me. I don't know why. It's just I think more so parents than friends. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just felt a little weird. I felt fine after we ran the scene a few times, like before actually doing it and practicing. And it was a lot of fun. And um, anyway, afterwards we went out, we went to Corcoran's and I was with some of the people that you had met before. And that's when Mike and Greg were asking me like, let's do the podcast again, you know? So that was a good time. And we'll do another show on Tuesday and that'll be it. That's done for the acting lab. Just two shows. Yeah. For the showcase. Yeah, that's it. And uh, so how how did it go? It it went well. well? It went well. Yes. It went well. And I am for sure – it was funny because the last couple of weeks I've been kind of like I'm just waiting for this to be over, you know? Yeah. And I remember um, when Michael Phelps did an interview and he was saying like, yeah, during the 2012 Olympics, he was just like – his whole thought process was like, I can't wait for this to be done. Like I just want this to be over. I just want to retire like I'm so whatever. <laughs> You're and already ready he, to retire. And then when, yeah. and then when uh, the Olympics happened in 2016, he was like – they were asking him, like, comparing it. He's like, well, now I'm, like, sad to go. I'm ready to leave. But before I was just like, I wanted to be over with. But now I'm like, wow, this really is my last time. He was enjoying his exit rather than just, like, I just want to get out of here, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I was thinking that, like, the last two or three weeks and, again, before the show. And then, like, while the show was happening, I was like, oh, man, this is – I'm having more fun right now in terms of, like, I'm really enjoying the present moment rather than I just want this to be done. Mm-hmm. I am ready for it to be over, but I'm not as, like, anxious for it to just be over with just for it to be over with. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Uh, That's exactly how I felt in seminary. Yeah. Where when you came up to the last couple of months, it was just of all the stress and work that you had to put in and just trying to get to through the the course, get through the semester, Mm -hmm. get to graduation, get your master's. That's the goal. And the last three months you start reflecting back on the whole experience and what it was like to, mm-hmm. to go through all that. And there's this nostalgia factor that kicks. And I think it was the, uh, how I met your mother did a, did a nostalgia episode or something like that, that, that brought out how, when you get close to the end of something difficult that you've hated doing or has been challenging the entire time, when you reach that final threshold of mm-hmm. the end is in sight, you click into this nostalgia mode. Yeah. And just think about how, you know, all the great times that you had, well, all the stuff you learned, how much you've grown, afterwards, where you've come from. After the show, we ate at the bar uh, at 1959. I was with my parents and my brother, and we were eating. My parents were asking me, like, questions and everything. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's been, you know, about a, over, a little over a year since I first started, like, acting level one and all the classes I've taken. So I'm, like, looking back, and I'm like, holy cow. All the people and that's you've why, met, all that's the why you've I just a second ago when I was talking about like, yeah, we went out after the show and it was a lot of fun. I was like, oh shit, just, I was like, I, I really don't have anything else to add. Like, I don't know where I'm going with this story. Uh, I, I hope Ricks isn't uh, upset that I just mentioned something and like I'm done with it. But it was because in that moment I was just mentioning a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. 
I mentioned like, yeah, we went to Corcoran's, but it was a very fulfilling time. Those few hours were very fulfilling because like, wow, this is like, I'm coming to an end. These people that I'm hanging out with are going to be starting the program that I'm just finishing right now. I'm hanging with some people that are just finishing it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was just very, a you very wholesome so- you, feeling. You were soaking up the moment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was like, right. I was hanging out. So internally, that meant more to me than what's on the surface of hanging out. Okay, so is there a story, Victor? What Did something crazy happen or that's it? No, you know? it's the experience itself. And that's that's so cool. I. And that I feel like that's really hard to to memorialize and immortalize forever because you're never going to go through something like this again. Uh, it was a once in a lifetime yeah. experience. And John, who's in my class, is going to have a party for us sometime in the middle of January. And he was mentioning, "Hey guys, uh, you know what I think would be really cool is if I love hosting parties." I would totally be down every six months to have a party at my house to invite everyone who has graduated from the program and uh, as well as the incoming class that will Mm -hmm. be starting. So, for example, in June, it'll be anyone – he'll invite anybody who who did the program, our class and the two classes before us, the people who were just finishing it, who will just finish it in this upcoming June, Mm -hmm. and then the people who will be starting it in June just as a way to, like, get to know more people and network and just form a community. I was like, oh, that would be so cool. And then I was talking to Janet, who is going to be starting the program in January, and she's like, we should make a Facebook page for everyone who is either in the lab right now or has been in the lab. And so now I'm like, oh, good. Like, my journey doesn't have to end just now that this program is done. Like, the commu- the sense of community continues. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's the thing with any sort of relationships. You never should view it as ending, but just a, it's evolving. A, it's, it's, it's a transformation of the relationship. But I will say to that point of starting out Facebook, message, uh, Facebook groups and getting parties together and all that, it's nice in theory, but – you need somebody to actually take initiative and organize it. And most people have busy lives. It's really hard to, to oh, do that's it John. in a John will do that. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I, I've seen – and I've been a part of many groups that have managed to last a year or two. But then people move away, have families, well, whatever. It's funny too because I remember um, – You need a tra- – okay. But I will say as a caveat, you do need a transition phase of – you should have like even with my youth group from high school, we would have get-togethers during holidays when we all came back together. So as much as it pained us to leave the youth group mm-hmm. because we loved being a part of that community, we had opportunities to reunite for a period. And nowadays, none of us really get together too often anymore. But yeah. During those initial phases, yeah, I think it's important to to transition out of such an intimate community that yes. you were a part of and have um, those reminders. I was going to mention how that. I started realizing this as I graduated from college because when you are done with college, everyone kind of goes in their own direction. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I've had so many scenarios where I meet people and I get to know them really, really well. And then for whatever reason, that relationship uh, disintegrates because we no longer, for the most part, most of the time, we no longer work in the same workplace or whatever the, the, the thing is. So you form these relationships with people and you're close friends with them and you think to yourself in that moment, like, this is someone that I'm getting really close to, like, um, they're a good friend of mine and then weeks go by, years go by, whatever that thing was that held you together is no longer there. For me, Most it's most of the time work. 
And then it's like, oh, I, I, I'll probably never see or talk to this person ever again. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's funny because, like, that's how uh, I've seen in interviews, too. Like, being an actor, like, whether it's in film or TV or on Broadway or wherever, like, you get to know people really, really well because you spend so much time with them in a very short amount of time. And then all of a sudden, that's a wrap. Production is done on on the stage or and the C- TV series or the movie's done wrapping. Now it's going into post production. It's like, oh well, now that thing that held someone held people so yeah. tightly together is okay. gone. Yeah. And so those friendships that w- are bonded so tightly are all of a sudden just like I mean, there's kind of still no glue. they're kind of still there's there. No like you know them, it, yeah. but they're not as cohesive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the adhesiveness is worn off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, do I mean, as you were talking, I'm just you're you're making me super nostalgic. You know, I'm just thinking back to all those relationships with people who I mean, really, I shared very uh, in, in critical and and central moments in my life and transformation of who I was as a person with some of these people, and yet I don't know you know most of them i haven't talked to since graduating seminary and i think but at the same time that experience gives you the chance to be like you could all you would never hesitate to go out to dinner or get coffee or whatever hang out with a person no matter how many years later and part of the reason why i like being off social media is that i mean it's you get like there's no There's a genuine curiosity and um, uncer- uh, unknown factor about what you've been up to in your life because right. most people just check out a person's Facebook. It's like, oh, this is what's happening in his life and you talk about yeah. that as opposed to the mystery of exploring like, so what's up with life kind of thing. Right. People, yeah. yeah. That's just my that's, brief yeah, digression. That's also something that I was just kind of thinking about last night and again today. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta hold on to those last uh, last few moments. But as we transition into this morning, I wake up. I get home at about one thirty, and I wake up at about seven thirty, and I realize you know, or a seven. And I realize I'm I'm trying to go back to bed. It's not going to happen. You know, my body has been trained to wake up and start the day by this time. Yes, and so it's not going to happen. I think to myself. Man, what should I do? You know what I'll do? I'll watch a movie because it's 7.30 in the morning. By the time the movie's done, I'll still have, like, it'll be 9.30. It's still going to be fairly early in the day. Mm. So I'll knock out a movie because I really don't feel like getting out of bed right now. And uh, I think I told you, like, last week I was flipping through and I was like, well, I have so many movies recorded on my DVR and... um I told you, like, Guardians of the Galaxy came up, and I was like, yeah, Thelma and Louise. And so I watched Thelma and Louise and said, Are you kidding me? Today, I was like, I'm so mad at you right now. Today, I I can't even. Listen, listen. I'm not done yet. Go on. Today, I think to myself, you know what? I'm feeling Guardians of the Galaxy, which I've never watched, which you just always tell me to do. And I, I have this thing where people recommend great TV shows or movies, mostly TV shows, and I say, uh huh, yeah, okay. And then a few years go by, and then I watch them. That's what happened with me with Breaking Bad, and that's what happened with me for Walking Dead. Yeah, I haven't gotten there with Breaking Bad. And uh, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, and I got a big big smile on my face right now. Oh! So I knew that would make you very happy. (laughs) (laughs) I I I almost texted you. 
when I was done watching it, but I was like, no, I got to save this for the podcast. I'm so, I'm so glad wow. you that, man. Such a, it such a fun and cool movie. My mom just, even liked it. I mean, dude. To, like, it to is, really boil it down, it's just a cool movie. It is a enjoyable, fun movie. Yes, it's just cool and fun, I, and it's enjoyable for anybody of all ages. Anybody. You don't, have to be, you don't even have to be a superhero fan. No. Like, whether you're, you know... This is one of those things. This is one of those things like, uh, like, like Plato, good for you know ages two to one hundred and twelve. You know, oh have, yeah, that's right. They have that on yep. like toys sometimes. Yep. Like anybody can watch this, and yeah, you don't have to be a, a Marvel fan or a superhero fan. It's really really cool. And I did uh, when I saw when I knew found out what it was after people talking about it. I was like, eh, I. This, it's a chick, weird this chick is green. It's this guy's a, got this guy's got red stuff all over him. There's a tree and a raccoon. Yeah, and it's a right weird now concept. the only person that's holding me to this movie is Chris Pratt. But there's a bunch of weird, weird looking characters going on. It looks like a kids movie. Uh, I'll pass. <laughs> and people kept telling me, uh, other than you, like, dude, just watch it for the soundtrack. Watch it for the soundtrack. Watch it for the soundtrack. And I'm watching. I'm like, they got some pretty good tunes yeah. on here. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy people are beginning to appreciate what I, I'm. I was happy that people have developed a profound appreciation for the music that I have held so dearly to my soul for so long. It shows you you're not the only one who loves great music, yes. dude. Yeah. So that that and it can be in a blockbuster movie too because that's yeah. probably one of the most beloved superhero movies of all time. Really, uh, I I was when I I recorded it on like FX and so so we're in the Matrix and I just glitched right now. <laughs> um, when it went to commercial, they would talk a little bit about the movie, and they come back to the movie, they talk a little bit about it before going back into the movie. Oh, oh, and okay. they said it was like the only soundtrack some the only soundtrack that went number one or some weird thing that only had uh original songs that were not written for the movie so Mm -hmm. these are all songs that were completely separate you know and there are so many the thing that you don't even begin to appreciate is just how many little easter eggs there are throughout the movie Oh my goodness. Dude, I'm watching this and uh when the guy with the hammer that had the infinity stone inside of it and when they're this after the spaceship crashes crashes and he says something to uh Chris Pratt and he's and his reply is like you said it yourself, bitch. And then he says whatever he says is like, "What? Oh <laughs> man. He just dropped bitch right now. Oh, this is fun." Yep. Yep. They get like surprised. two of those per movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two curse words for free. That yeah, really dude. Fun. Well, you know what this means. We got, we gotta watch Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy too. Yeah, I saw that. And then I and then when we should I saw grab that and bring it over to Neil's. When it said the uh, the Avengers Infinity Wars, I was like, oh, I know what Infinity is now. Yeah, the Infinity Stone. The Infinity Stone. Yeah, it's yeah. in. Did you see the Avengers? I've seen. I don't do this. Is, okay, so it's right just, now it's just a superhero movie. Avengers right? to me is similar to Harry Potter. They're coming out. I don't know what number they're on. I've seen them. I don't know exactly which ones okay. I've seen. Yeah, I I for You're sure not have seen into the, the craze. I the for way. sure have seen the first one from beginning to end. But at the same time, I saw th- like that Thor had, that when had an Infinity Stone. I saw Thor Lo- when it came out in Loki's theaters. Staff. So like, 
I'm mixing up the Thor movies with the Avengers. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on right now. But yes. I like it. I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. Though that uh, that robot machine spaceship Ultron. snake. Oh. I saw that one. Oh, that's number yeah, yeah, two. Yeah. No, that's the first one. Oh, the, that's the first one. That was, yeah. That was when they opened the portal to another dimension. Okay. And they had all the, the crazy action in New York City. Lots of stuff yes. going up. Yeah, is the that the giant one at the very end? Where the they're Hulk just eating. Stops the they're just eating at the end, not shawarma. Yeah. yeah, shawarma. Yeah. So I've seen. I don't know what's happening, but I like it. I'm a fan, but I'm not getting. I'm not lining up for it to uh, waiting for it to come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. But Guardians of the Galaxy number That's two. A- number two is just as well. Good. I remember I, seeing. Opinion. I remember seeing like preview. I remember seeing the Groot like miniature. I'm like, why ba- is he baby big? Groot. Baby I Groot. thought he was mi- like last time I checked in on this movie. He was miniature. I thought he was always miniature, and now he's. Bi- I was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Oh, okay, I see what happened now." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It would make no sense if you yeah. didn't watch the movie like, and really realize that spoiler alert that Groot ends but, up like dying or yeah. whatever and being also like, when he uh, when the mom gives him his gift. I was like, "I hope he doesn't open this gift." And then, sure enough, you, the gift you see it in the movie. I'm like, "Oh, nice. He never opened it." And then when he's opening at the end, it's like, oh, I know exactly what this is going to be. He opens the gift. I'm like, yep, I was right. Dude. I was 100% right. Uh, you were And then when yeah. I saw that, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is definitely, I mean, very few movies are made knowing that they're already going to be making a sequel to it. You know, most of the time they wait to see what it's like at the box office or or years oh, go yeah, yeah. or Especially years go by, like years go by and they realize people are still fans of something and they'll make a sequel, you yeah. know? And then, but this, they already knew before they were even done probably with principal photography. And, uh, well, obviously. They didn't know, though. They didn't. It, really? It, no. Well, I don't think that. I, because the ending. I don't think they had already started production for the next. The ending is like a precursor to the, that there's going to yes, be a okay, sequel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're so right. what I'm saying so, is. So, yeah, they were, it was going to be a, pl- a continued plot line. Yeah. So they, they were setting it up for They were setting movies. it up. Yes. It Correct. either happened before they started shooting or while they it, were shooting, they probably were like, you know, we're going to go it does play a major this. role in the next one. So, yeah, it, w- it was for a purpose. Yeah, when Even I saw that gift, then. I was like, hell yeah. And then when I saw when uh, he had the Infinity Stone in his hand and uh, uh, the green woman is like, take my hand. I was like, uh-oh, he might have a little difficulty with this. And then they do the flashback. It's like, what's he going to do? He's got to, or he's going to die. And then they do that. I'm like, oh, this, man, another moment in this movie that just makes me happy that I just watched this movie. Yeah. And, uh, and you watch it again. And I, there's a couple of videos that do a really good job on YouTube of uh, breaking down some of the, the Easter eggs that you haven't even mentioned yet that you probably didn't catch and, and no. wouldn't be able what to. what are some of them? Name like I can't, two I can't of them. think off okay. the top of my okay. head. It's one of those things. All right, where that's cool. It's just one of those fun to view, view kind of like, oh, that's kind of sentimental yeah. or nostalgic. I mean, it's been years since I watched yeah. them. So, but yeah, man. Second, second one. Oh, I like that even better. That one brought a tear to my eye. I was, it, it I was, did. I was a little sad when. Uh, what's the raccoon guy's name? Oh, Rocket. Uh, Rocket. Yeah. When he was sad that Groot had gotten like blown up or died <laughs> or thought he died. Yep. I was like, oh man, he was his buddy. Yep. Uh, team. Yeah. So. But uh, that was my day up until 9.30 this morning. Nice. Then nice. I decided to go to the gym. On the way to the gym, I had to go pick up some underwear. I had to get boxers, right? Oh, but get I thought this. you were going to say condoms. No, no. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is why 
I, I mentioned boxers because this is so ridiculous. So I stop into Kohl's because it's on the way to the gym. And I go in there, and I just know I'm, go- I'm going in, I'm coming out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to find what I want because I don't wear that dumb boxer brief bullshit. And I'm not about the tight underwear, and I don't like. I'm very particular. I don't like. I don't like the boxers, but they're boxers, but they still have like the uh, elastic waistband yeah. similar to boxer briefs. Yeah. You know, that, like that, I just have, to like, have. I gotta have 100 percent boxers. Oh, you know what I'm okay. saying? That's fine. I and have so them. that's just not my style. Um, and so I'm getting this. I look at this this package. I'm like, okay, you know. Six of them, okay, okay, buy one, get one half off. Yeah, okay, yeah, but what's the price? And I don't see the price, whatever. I walk up, I'm in line, give him the package, scans it, and he goes, okay, that'll be... And then I hear what he says the price is while I look at the screen. But while I'm looking at the screen, I hear him, but it's kind of in the back of my head because I'm just in awe at what the price is. Guess how much these fucking things cost? Like 40 bucks. Okay, uh, forty two twenty eight. Wait, what? Okay, forty two subtotal thirty nine forty two. Oh, I and I, I this kid's like, I thought he was twelve, but he had to have been at least fifteen or sixteen. But I see forty two whatever it is, and I, I'm sitting there and I say out loud, uh, "Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me?" I don't, and because I, I was just so shocked, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Oh hell no. I'm putting these. I'm putting these things back, and he's like, "Okay." And I just walked back, and I was like, "I can no- I Like, I was just so dumbfounded. Yeah. Oh, that's why there's no fucking price on there because no one's gonna pay thirty-two dollars. And it was one of those like weird. I just grabbed the package. I'm looking at it more closely. Like, it's a name brand, but there's no reason six of these should cost forty something dollars. That's absurd. And then, but then one of them, I see the package a little more closely, and it says something like, you know, something weird like. Odor control technology bullshit. I'm like, what does that even mean? I just need cloth. Seriously, right now. I just who's need, gonna be smelling your? I just your, need cloth. Oh my and an elastic waist thing to band to keep it on my <laughs> hips. Oh what my is this? Goodness. What is this? Why is this so difficult for yeah. me right now? Yeah. So I put those motherfuckers back. And I walk out, and I'm just like, nah, it's not happening. Not today. Oh, I'm my not paying goodness. $40 for six pairs. No. So that's I, ridiculous. So I go to the gym, and I'm thinking about that. I'm like, this is just, again, this is ridiculous. I leave the gym and uh, stop at home. I come, I go to Subway before picking you up. And I'm sitting at Subway, and I'm munching on my sandwich, and I'm eating my chips, and I got my Dr. Pepper infused with the uh, vitamin water, pomegranate. I'm having a good time, you know? I can tell, because yeah. you're talking about this. <laughs> it's a good time. And uh, I see the people the people that were in there eating, they left, and like a minute later, they came back, and they wanted to get some Gatorades, like this dad and his kid and his son, who one of these motherfuckers was taller than me and had to have been like 11. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Let that sink for a moment. Yeah, that's pretty tall. So, I mean, this kid's got to be like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and there's no way he's older than 13. There's no way. He's got a future he's in the NBA. 13. He was dressed like he was... Yeah, he, I think they were. They did play basketball. They were dressed like they were doing something. Anyway, they grab some Gatorade, and the guy is standing there, right? And he's he's kind of looking around like he's waiting, because you know the people at Subway aren't doing shit until someone walks in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They're always on their phone or doing some weird shit. I mean, I'm sure they're working, but they're not just standing there the whole time waiting for people. No, they tend to be distracted. So he's standing there for a few moments, 
and I'm, uh, you know, the counter is going across, and I'm sitting right next to the counter, so I can see all the way down the food line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm oh, facing okay. it, yeah, yeah. and I can see that she's working, but she doesn't see him uh, at the counter. And I decide not to say anything. I just, I just want to let this play out and watch. And then what happens is, for a moment, it was, it was perfect because. The moment that he kind of walked around to look down the food line, in that moment, she had taken a step forward and was then behind, like, a heater or some object. So when he turned to look down the line at oh, the exact same time, me. she had stepped forward and she was no longer in, visible, even to me. Yeah. Wow. And then when he came back, she had <laughs> stepped out. <laughs> and, uh, he's kind of, like, standing around, looking around, not really knowing what to do. And then, like, a few seconds go by, and uh, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he kind of laughed. He's like, oh, no, it's okay. And, and they left. And um, then what happened was a, a mailman had walked in, and uh, he went to the bathroom, and then he walked out. And I kind of chuckled because I had gotten up, and, and I was like, he was kind of looking around, too, because she was gone. And I said to him, I'm like, oh, I think she went to the bathroom because she did. And he's like, no, yeah, I saw her when she was, when she was walking in he had been walking out and anyway he's standing there and he orders his food and i'm sitting there and then he leaves and i look out the window and i do a double take and i realize man the power of the mailman it must be fun driving that truck around you park that thing anywhere you want you know what i'm saying oh, like dude, and no yeah. one thinks twice it's a mail truck like just park it on my fucking sidewalk no one's gonna think any, uh, anything otherwise you know and because this the same thing happens at aldi there's this dude and it straight up just parks right in front of the entrance. Doesn't even uh, grab a parking space. Always buys the same thing, like two liter of Coca-Cola, coconut water, and like some chips or like a bag of fruit or something weird. It's a male guy who comes in? Another, a different mailman who just parks it right in front of the store, clearly where you're not supposed to park a vehicle. Yeah. But just not necessarily abuses his power as a mailman, but certainly taking advantage of the fact that he is driving a government vehicle that can just go wherever it wants. It if really, you really, they you know what I'm really saying? do have almost ultimate power. Just, and, and no one, I mean, no one's really going to get pissed because it's something, it's not like you see a Lamborghini parked thing, oh, who the hell is this motherfucker parking like this? Yeah. It's just, it's a mail truck. It's a mail so truck. it's, you see it, you see it, but it's you see not through it. Yeah, you see through it exactly. Yeah, it's in the back of your head. It's kind of not really there. Yeah, that's you know just what I'm saying part of the scenery. You can you, you, you see can, a mail truck everywhere dude, and anywhere the, you go. The mailman could park the motherfucker right in the middle of the street on top of the <laughs> double dashed, uh, <laughs> the double uh, solid yellow lines. Yeah, and what's going? Oh, I, I don't know it, the mail the mail truck. Ma- mail truck yeah. I don't whatever. know what's going on, yep. but I better better just go around. Go around. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like, exactly. No one's yeah. gonna get pissed at nope, the mail truck. No, no, it's so true. It's yeah. so true. And then uh, after that, I'm walking out, and Neil called, and I already told you what that was about. So now <laughs> this is gonna be, and all this happened by 1:30 in the afternoon. So that's been my day today. Which, like I was telling you, to anyone else, it's just like whatever. But I just find humor in just the little minutia of the, the day, p- the peculiarities yes, of an exactly. ordinary day. Just weird things. I think I nod my head. This is a little interesting. And then I think to myself, I wonder if I can come up with a stand-up bit for this. Dude, you totally could. I will. In January, I'm going to do some stand-up now that I don't have, much, uh, have to spend as much time doing the acting thing because I am pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out on that, man. <laughs> You're funnier than me. I'll tell you that. Oh, but... 
Yeah, dude. Uh, well, that's the thing, too, is just having general awareness. And I, I, I don't do a very good job of this, but I think that, you know, <laughs> doing this show honestly has helped a little bit and just trying to be aware of my surroundings. But so much interesting stuff just happens on a regular basis yeah. that if you're not on your phone or if I'm not listening to, I mean, and again, I have to work on this, but, you know, just when I'm walking down the street, not listening to a podcast or just not yeah. checking news or something like that and just observing my surroundings, yeah. there's so many peculiar things going on. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of weird things happening. I've just, there, <laughs> you notice things and, and you just think to yourself, I wonder what that person's story is. <laughs> it's got to be an interesting story. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of just, well, I don't know. This is the, okay. I want to get your thoughts on this. Actually, okay. Because I'm listening for me. This is kind of, I've never experienced something like this. So we, we had neighbors move in across the street. Oh yeah. Have I told, have I uh, mentioned that? I, I, I think I, I've like vaguely, I vaguely briefly. remember this, but bring it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> I vaguely remember. This. Yeah. This was something I think I talked to you about in passing, but, we had these neighbors move in probably about a year or so ago. They're um, Middle Eastern family with two maybe uh, junior high boys mm-hmm. or whatever. And because our house is situated now between two mosques, uh, we have a lot of Muslim families moving in mm-hmm. around the area, mm-hmm. which is fine and all that. I don't know if culture happens to be the thing that sort of drives this community situation situation no the situation that i'm talking about right now and so you know whenever they have a unique method of communication (laughs) in that when the wife wants the two junior high boys to get into their van she'll they have they'll open the garage pull out and then she would just start laying on the horn and just <laughs> lay on the horn anywhere from – it goes on for minimum of one minute to – it's gone as long <laughs> Minimum as, of one minute? Of just like – like Oh, just lay, like – Yeah. <laughs> well, she'll lay on the horn for about five seconds. Okay. Let go. Maybe 30 seconds, 45 seconds will pass. She'll lay on again for five seconds. So this can go on for anywhere as as few as three honks to as many as – I think I've counted 25. Holy shit. Where she's just been out there for seven minutes just laying on the horn and it just doesn't stop. Every it just goes on. 30 seconds for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, this is such a weird, like, weird way to communicate because it's – you're in a quiet neighborhood and this can take place at any point in the day starting at 6 a.m. and going to 10 p.m. Is – they will lay on the horn every <laughs> single time. This happens minimum twice a day. <laughs> twice a day. Every oh, day. It's, man. And so, I mean, I, I don't my, – my reaction is I just – I don't know. In my mind, I want to leave them a polite note and let them know that that is not – we live in a quiet neighborhood and mm. it's it would be appreciated for the – <laughs> calm of the of the of the it'd be appreciated for the serenity of the of the, of the community of the community please to, do a better job community use your words <laughs> to communicate well, yeah with your i mean or just children. F- finding a way to format it and i mean i haven't really thought too much about it but it's one of those things that every time i hear it i just keep them to myself i really should write a note because i mean i'm more than happy to 
uh, go and talk to them. But if you go and talk to them, they're going to look at you like a deer in the headlights and say, no English or something like that. Well, and that too. And they're going to play that. The, the two, like, apparently the two junior high boys like throw rocks and shit oh, on, bro, on the side of the road at like cars and stuff. Dude, you got a couple of Thorcell boys There's, growing up next to you. <laughs> I was never, I was never distracted. <laughs> I, you, you and Cooper were probably the most, no, most I never did that. that I, I never did that uh-huh, type of shit. Sure. I you, threw Danny snowballs at, Cooper. I threw snowballs at cars. Uh, I remember when I was a kid and one of the cars stopped and like got out and when I was in like in fourth grade, uh, also, in focus, well, I told you that story when I threw a rock at a bus and broke the. <laughs> broke the <laughs> okay, I'm not, okay. Yeah, continue. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is something worth exploring. But anyway, Breaking so shit, yeah. so yeah. But anyway, they're uh, it's they don't seem like a very approachable family, mm-hmm. and I. It's one of those instances where, first of all. Is that weird? Like, I feel like that's weird. I feel like if you had a, a neighbor on your block who communicated to their children in that way of, like, to get in the car, they just lay on the horn yeah. for however long. I feel like someone would eventually say something to them, right? Yeah. Is that My not... Is that would not, not a, fly. I was like, I feel like in Glen Ellen especially, you will be talked to by somebody... And maybe I mean I I don't know why no one around us. Has I talked think to it's them. just not common. It's common sense to just not to be so obnoxious like that. It just makes On a it daily makes basis. it makes no sense every single day. It makes no sense at all. Didn't you say also? Uh, I think the, the kids are homeschooled too. Didn't you say also in the summer that there was like a party and they were just like blasting music at like eleven o'clock at night too or no? No, those were. Those were some high school boys oh, okay. across the, okay. the okay, street okay, there. Okay. And that was only for a couple of months. That okay. was, I think, at the end of the Got end it. of summer. They were celebrating or whatever. That's so funny. Just laying on the horn. I just don't understand. I, I just don't. In what, in what circumstance or is, context is that okay behavior? Other people in, in your family community? observe this too or you're like the only one no, who's noticed everyone. This? <laughs> Our entire family. We refer to them as the honky neighbors. Like, I mean – the and I, 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 I am, I am certain, uh, I am certain that everyone around them also knows this as well. Hey, you know what you should do? You should go around the neighborhood and see, yeah, and then get a few of you together and go over there. It's not worth. I, I, that would be fun, I, dude. It'd, it'd, it'd be really be, fun. I'm sure it would. You come with me. Great you story. Come, I'd come, come with, with me for and, sure, and we'll do it. All right, we'll make a we'll make a podcast episode about it. Yeah, get people's reactions. You, this is what you should do. Write a letter. Right. Write a letter. I'm not going to write a letter. Why? Then you, I'm, then I'm you stick it to, in their door, and then I have no. I'm not. I have no right to confront this issue. I mean, I'll live with it. It's. it's no. Write a letter to the people who are in the area. Come on, be a citizen. I don't, Be an upright citizen. It's not my place to do that. Okay, you but you want to go door to door? No. I I'm thought not, you wanted me. I thought you said I'm you. I'm saying in my mind, I'm not actually saying I'm serious about doing that. You, you just said you wanted me to go with you. Yeah, I wouldn't actually do that, though. Then why would you say it? Because it's an amusing thing to consider. I would totally go. I would totally be down to in do a this. different if in, in a you different world. You don't even have to talk. Maybe. I'll do all the talking. No, there's not. It doesn't matter. The whole point, I'm not bringing this up so that we can brainstorm <laughs> fun, destructive ideas that could possibly lead to consequences. So, the but it's just, it's, it is, I'm trying to think in what community, rural, suburban, or urban, 
would that be permissible? Oh, totally urban, for sure. In the city? No one gives a fuck. Yeah. That would, to answer your question, that would be permissible in an urban environment. Okay. <laughs> so we've got urban, but we're not living in urban. No, but suburban or like country? Uh, not really. And on the frequency that it happens to, they're the only ones who do it. And you can hear it for like three blocks. Everyone knows when they're calling <laughs> their kids out to the car. I bet every there are families just like yours thinking the same thing and no one's going to do anything about it. But I'm here and I'm ready to rally. I'll take the charge on this. All right. You go around to the house. No, but you got to come with no, me. Why? And I'll do all the talking. All right. I'll bring you over next time. Next time it happens. Okay. Next time it happens. I was going to say, I'm really looking forward well, well, here's to, what, here's, to spring here's, when the weather's nice and I'm hoping I'm in the gazebo when it happens sometime. Here's actually what I was thinking. Okay. Was that I could, because it sometimes does go on for seven minutes, to just have a camera there, like, ready, and then the minute I hear the first horn, I just let it start recording until they're done. Yeah. And just document it. And for... Um, Posterity's sake. I mean, I not wish, for anything. I wish we knew. I wish we knew someone that was good with cars. I saw a video one time where this guy pulled a prank on his friend. Where any time he like <laughs> switched shit up in his engine, where any time that his friend would touch the brakes, the horn, the horn would just start honking. So he'd touch their brakes and be like, and yes, they I saw and, that. I saw you know, that, yeah. that would be really fun. This is increasingly be really becoming cool. a destructive episode of Stream of No. Thought. Come on. Yes and me, dude. Yes and. It's all about the improv. That's how you build fun scenes. That's how you build fun scenes in life by just coming up with crazy shit. Yes, and we could do this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and this, and this. And there are amazing. so many better things that you can focus and utilize. Right. Let's just sit for. around and complain about about it. Let's just do that instead. We're recording an episode <laughs> of Stream of Thought, you moron. Let's just sit around. <laughs> this has been on my mind. Let's just not do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, I I find it I find it peculiar. Stand idle and wait. We were talking about the strange oddities of an ordinary yeah, day. That is really funny though. So I That is really, yeah, really I, funny. I just find it I just find it peculiar. Okay, so maybe it's not every day. But it's pretty much, if not, I would say five times a week. I thought it five was every a day week. a minimum of twice a day. That'd be fourteen times a week. Now, yes, the days the days that it does that they are at is it is okay. twice a day. It's never it's never in isolation. It's okay. always like the family's moving around. Like you know they're going to be coming. <laughs> but there are a couple of days during the week where there's I. But then again, I'm not around all day either, so I don't know. I, I'm a, I I'm just from my experience. I mean, they probably do it every day, but I hear it at least five times a week. That is hilarious. Morning, noon, and night. Morning, noon, and night. <laughs> there is no, there is no method. But do you do you think that they have any awareness that they're doing this, or just don't care? I, oh, that's tough. That is, I don't know. Because maybe somebody has talked to them about it, and they just said, "F you, we're, we're going to do." What we're I don't know do. what that culture is like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if it's just them. Well, that's the thing is I don't know if it's culture or they're just assholes. Like, <laughs> if it's culture, I mean, yeah, there can be some assimilation that goes on and something constructive go- goes out. But if they're just assholes, then you can't really fix stupid. I th- I don't know. I think they might just be assholes. I lean toward I lean toward because assholes. there are some people working. You know, when you do retail, I mean, you see the kids throwing rocks at the cars on the side of the street. Where are the parents? The parents are yeah. home. They're inside. They just don't care yeah. that their their teens could be causing damage. And yeah. 
to me, it's like that's a sign of an asshole. It doesn't matter about <laughs> like no one's culture would that be permissible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> I yeah, I I strongly yeah. But that was that was the question that I was uncertain about is. Is it cultural or are they assholes? And after this conversation, I lean towards asshole. They're assholes. Don't be an asshole. Don't oh, asshole. dude, in, break, in a Breaking Bad episode, Jesse, uh, the character Jesse is like, DBAA. And Walt, I think, is like, what? He's like, DBAA, don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a very, that was a very fulfilling story that I'm very happy to have heard and uh end on if there isn't anything else that you have to add no i think i think we're good man what's, uh, what's your sign off seriously you've had dbaa you've had- don't be an asshole